0: No, be afraid, be very afraid.
1: There is nothing to fear, exactly. You're listening to a podcast exploring faith and fear, what scares us and what saves us. This is The Fear of God.
0: Hello and welcome to your favorite podcast at the intersection of faith and fear where every single week we discuss what scares us in order to find what saves us. This is the Fear of God podcast. Speaking to you right now is one of your hosts, Nathan Rouse, and typically with me is fellow co-host Reed Lackey. And guys, he was here, but he had to go finish up some uh, self-defense classes. He'll be back, I hope. Um, But once he's done with class, I'll let Reed explain this little series we're opening up a, a, a can of on here, but I will spoil that today. We are covering a very special little film, the Japanese language horror question mark film, One Cut of the Dead. But before we drink some hard water too late, permit me to remind you, listeners, that here at The Fear of God, we explore, we don't explain. Except for right now, when I explain that you can find every fog and fear of God thing imaginable at thefearofgodpodcast.com. Such as, and especially, how to support us on Patreon. That's right. You can formally get yourself fogged and enter the fog by pledging at any one of our pledge levels. Becoming a patron not only signals your love for the show, but helps us in a myriad of ways continue to make the fog the absolute best show it can be. But enough of my fogging around, friends and foggers. It's Reed lucky. Reed! Hey, Bum. buddy. <laughs> I, tried to, I tried to softball that one, too. Yeah. I
1: appreciate that. No, I appreciate that. Yeah, it was... Uh, that's and that's... I, I love that. Uh, I never knew the power of palm until until this film. But palm um, wonderful. It's palm wonderful. That's true. Hi, man. How are um, you doing? Hey, buddy. I'm not well.
0: <laughs> uh, just die, die right in. This is but truth we'll, telling we'll, we'll on this s- show. Yes. <laughs> we'll omit important details of Nathan's <laughs> bodily I'm functions. Sorry, I'm um, sorry. I hope you feel better. Oh, good. Uh, uh, just just no listeners have read. All of
1: a sudden is like Nathan. <laughs> <laughs> So, I have where you, left the you room um, <laughs> and uh, like this film, we will have to improvise. <laughs> so, <laughs>
0: <laughs> so speaking of that, Reed, I want to tee you up here. I look at you with these deft segues left and right. I'm teeing you up. You're teeing me up. Let's <laughs> talk about not the film. We're going to get to the film momentarily, but like, sure, sure. What are we doing? Why are we doing this? Why are we doing it right now? Um, yeah. and, and I'm going to let you run with that.
1: So um, throughout the course of this show, which has now been running for about like six years, um, there have been uh, an evolving pattern that we've done where we will program on the basis of series. So we will package together things that we're interested in recording. Sometimes the series will emerge like Funny or Die where we want to just do horror comedies and then we plug things in. Mm-hmm. Um, we may want to do some Stephen King material, so we'll plug those things in. And then other times we will want to cover a particular film and then we'll build a series around it. We've done both several times. But um, there remain, even after six years plus of doing this, going to be seven when we reach August. That's right. impossible to believe. But we're over six and a half. Yeah, it's over six and a half. So in nearly seven years of doing this, there remain a handful of films, maybe you know five to ten, that just I thought about for a long time covering, and we never have had the opportunity to cover them. So. Um, This is not going to be an ongoing series where we do these several weeks in a row like uh, listeners are used to, Um, but occasionally, like today, we're just going to burst in with a special little one-off, a special little insert, a special little in-between transitional series, kind of like a leftover. It's not quite a a, a, a part of a longer series. It's just something that we wanted to cover, and we don't quite have a room for it, so so it's kind of like a lackey leftover. I'm just going to serve up like (laughs) a little... Little wacky leftover as you were. And yeah, so um so it might be a recurring thing that because happens, every you
0: know? now and then I'm I'm you know struggling to find one off the top of my head, but every now and then something that is reheated after the fact is just as good, if not better than that would have been the first I mean, time around. So yeah, you know, pop up in that microwave, true. throw yeah. in one cut of the dead, and uh That's right. hmm, here we
1: are. And then here we are. So this is uh this is the inaugural installment of an uh perhaps so recurring ongoing series.
0: I, I don't have a queue lined up for this but oh, okay. maybe rouse's reheats you know
1: Ooh, um, rouse's reheats you know, lackeys leftovers yeah, yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> just anytime anytime we have the hankering or the schedule sort of permits it to be like you know what because because we have another big series that's going to be imminent on the horizon but not this week and so it's like hmm, we have a space to fill we have a thing to do Um, so we're gonna we're gonna tag in with either a rouse's reheat or a lackey's leftovers we're just gonna you know we're gonna clear out the fridge you gotta be inside, honest you
0: know the conversation about food right now is really not doing it for me so
1: i yeah. i can appreciate that so <laughs> it's, it's, so, so stepping
0: right off that um point. you know because we're just kind of throwing this one in the microwave uh i don't have a ton of business time other than um you know join patreon uh and yeah, indeed do you do you want to at least nominally pitch What's next, or wait until? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no.
1: We can. Um, I will say the shape of it in terms of you know precise sequencing of what we're covering and precise formatting of what we're covering. The the, shape, yeah. Not the Uh. shape. The shape. The shape, the Shiyama shape, you know, if you will. Um, so, but uh, but no, following uh, e- either next week or, you know, ostensibly next week uh, is, is the plan. Um, but imminent, we are going to be diving back into the world of one M. Night Shyamalan. Um, we covered a run of his films, his most popular and noteworthy films in the first year that we were doing The Fear of God. Um, I think it was actually technically in the second year, but before our first anniversary. So anyway, um, very early on in the show, we covered like Sixth Sense, Signs, uh, The Visit, Split, The Village. And so he's made a bunch more films uh, that are perhaps less uh, universally renowned. (laughs) And so we are going to be diving into those. Again, precise programming still to be determined, but um, brush off the old M Night Shyamalan goggles. Those uh, there are some fans out there right now who are like, "Oh, this is so exciting," and there are other fans who are like, "Oh boy." <laughs> <laughs> so, um, oh, but boy. Uh, but yes, it is right I mean, on the horizon. We can you can go ahead and tell them what's next week. We'll just start start from the start. You want to just start from the start? Okay, all yeah. right. Alright, so, so that so anticipating, next week we're going to be diving into uh, a film that I'm sure is going to garner a lot of discussion. It's infamous, it's noteworthy. Uh, we're going to kick this series off with uh, Little Lady in the Water. Um, we're going to uh, just, just start big with all the... Aquaman you know, done
0: drowning in the tub.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Man... <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, so yeah. Oh. So, Lady in the Water is up first, and we'll see what happens after that. But yeah, Lady in the Water. Uh, it's gonna be. It's gonna be fun. I'm looking forward to it. I'm very, very excited. We'll see if it'll
0: make good radio. Uh, you know. Oh, I absolutely um, agree.
1: Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, so wholeheartedly. Put your
0: up, lucky I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, it is time to go to the Patron Mobile. this
1: movie about this
0: movie okay can i say something did you see the note before you jump in here did you see the note this movie was made for
1: 25 grand and made 25 million yes made a thousand times its budget which that's that's insane, amazing that's amazing made for 25 and you know what's funny is i can if after the fact hearing that this movie was basically made for twenty five thousand dollars, i believed it and that's not to say that it looks cheap but i was like no i believe that what you see on screen could be a it could and be. I, con- I don't mean yeah. that negatively. Yeah. Sure, sure. But it, did, it. I, I believed. I was like, yeah, this is about a twenty-five thousand uh, dollar piece. Um, but man, I also feel like in terms of its payoffs and its dividends. Uh, for for me, I'm going to hear how you feel about it in just a second. But for me, I'm like, I feel like it's 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 pretty twenty-five million dollars worth of uh, of stuff. So real fast, um, right out the gate. Um, so yeah. this is so this is a lackey leftover. Uh, and, and this is something that I've wanted to cover ever since I saw it. Um, I stumbled upon this one uh, actually during pandemic. I can't remember precisely when I first saw it, but I stumbled on this during the pandemic, and it was just a huge boom of delight when I when I did see it. But I'm going <laughs> to emphasize this in a way that we don't normally do. This is a film that we are going to talk about in detail and at length. Yes. It deserves to be seen as a surprise, it deserves to like, like knowing as little as possible going into this film is a tremendous benefit and boon to the experience of watching the film. It's still a, it's still got its charms and still got its delights, even if you listen to our conversation and then go watch it. But I cannot encourage yeah. you strongly enough. Please, please, please know nothing. It hear is nothing, different see nothing. than but similar to I See Dead People. Yes. I mean, it is. Yes.
0: Yeah. Pretty big, know, pretty big deal. Um, and what's and cool stuff. is it's not even like, yeah, it's not even narrative so much. It's just the form of it itself. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that is pretty awesome. Absolutely. So yes, you have been warned in ways we don't typically, uh, this movie in pretty dramatic ways can be spoiled. If you're yes. even nominally interested and you should be, you should, uh, be. It's, it's got great. some mild gore factor, um, yeah. uh, uh, some loose zombie narrative, that's about the sum of it. So if mm-hmm. neither of those things are inherent turnoffs, go watch it and then come back. Yes, absolutely. And we're going
1: yeah, to give you a minute to do that. Please go watch this movie. All uh, right. And it's only 90 minutes. So you could, you could yeah, make it happen. That's, pretty true. Quick. that's true. That's true. All right. Welcome back from this point forward. You have been warned. This movie's great. You should have seen it. Uh, and now we're, now we're just gonna, now we're just gonna get into it. So Nathan, Dean, um, we were trying to decide what to cover, and at mm-hmm. one point, and I, I it's not that I never pull this card, but I feel like I pull this card somewhat rarely, maybe once a year or so. Um, but I was very much like perception is not often co- reality. Hmm. Oh, do I do this often? Do I do this? <laughs> do I do this a lot? <laughs> um, I don't feel like I do it a lot. Um, but I pulled the card for you where I was just like, I'm asking you to trust me. I want to cover one cut of the dead. Don't read anything. Don't watch a trailer. Just go watch it. And then that's going to be our, our episode. Um, and so I want to hear from you. I'm going to give you some runway. I want to hear from you uh, what that was like. Uh, what did you know? Had you heard of it? Whatever. And, and, and what would you think? What would you feel? Hmm. Well, uh, I knew nothing. I had
0: seen nothing. Um, hmm. I had not heard nothing. I mean, <laughs> you have a habit of when like, like I do, I'm not, I'm not, I don't I feel do criticized well. yet when you are passionate about something, mm-hmm. you try to convey it in the most staunch and, and strongly verbal form that you can. Sure. And course, I, yeah. I, I feel like I remember the the title percolating over the mm, last couple mm-hmm. of years. Um, but you know, would have had no context. For Probably it. about the time I saw it perhaps. Yeah. Um, would have had no context for it and you know, like so much of what's out there. The only exception to what I'm about to say is like new releases. I do because I just like the movie theater experience. I will kind of prioritize new experiences, if I, uh, new releases if I can, but sure. if something's been out a minute, I, I tend to let it kind of, you know, I, I don't, uh, I almost wish I could sometimes read, just be like, I'm going to just go watch some, some horror movies. But then I'm like, Mm. Why would I do that? I'm just gonna wait until ah, we choose yeah. it for the show, you know. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, of course, um, of course. Got shut down
1: by Cocaine Bear. I tried, um, <laughs> <laughs> which I've seen now. It's it's so funny. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen it now. Oh, that's funny. Oh, we didn't even talk sure. about it, but yes, i nope, We don't. What, no, yes, yeah. We don't even talk anymore. <laughs> we don't even I mean, know what we are. It's We're that running. rare film that is <laughs> that. Cocaine Bear is just that rare film that's like it's exactly what you oh. think. <laughs> Are you sure?
0: Well, yeah. That's yes. Yeah. Um. So, one cut of the dead is what we're here to talk about. And yes, indeed, you had strongly, as you just mentioned, uh, laid the lackey hammer down. Um, <laughs> it's like, um, it's like uh, fix a Felix. That's your little hammer. <laughs> <laughs> and you said, oh, "Don't man. watch anything. Don't read anything." I said, "Okay." Um like, "Read." Here like, is, man. I'm gonna. I'm going to vent for a minute. My oh, television yeah, is sure. possessed by a demon. Nope. Uh, remember how I alluded on nightmare. Was that the name of the movie? Not venting. It's cry for help.
1: Um, yes. Hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> so an added thing. I didn't know when I queued up this movie and I'm going to, I'm going to go into this side quest here in a second. Added thing. I didn't know is that it was foreign language, right?
1: So it's Japanese. Oh yes. Um, right. It's in Japanese. Yeah.
0: Well, I have this history of when, i discover we're covering a foreign language film especially like in the moment you know like mm-hmm. i'm queuing it up mm-hmm. i kind of kind of say well shit in my head uh oh. just because <laughs> it decidedly adds to the runtime because i'm so interested in the the dialogue and the scripting oh, sure that i won't sure, sure, sure. take notes if it's moving if the if the got it yeah, you yeah, know, yeah film yeah. is playing so what is ostensibly a 90 minute Movie becomes like 100, 115 minute. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> Understand. so that's okay. That's thing one. What I'm trying to tell you is there was a lot working against one cut of the dead. I had to do this mm. in two sittings, despite its brisk runtime, because yeah. on top of the sort of, you know, Japanese language, Nathan, you know, wants to take notes, doesn't want to miss dialogue, mm-hmm. dude, I've, my wife will vouch for this. There are a few things that enrage, like Hulk smash level enrage me mm. more. In fact, mm. there are very few things like dysfunctional technology. Oh, like yeah. I mm. Mm. i seen red, mm. like Jesse Dixon.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, or something it's been a minute since you and I've been on here together, And so <laughs> gotta let that's all the true. references just fly. Us. Yeah, it's um, true. So. This thing I described mm-hmm. around Circle of the Nightmare, the documentary covered my Vizio I, historically, we've had Vizio before. I like Vizio. like mm-hmm. what mm-hmm. the hell mm-hmm. Vizio mm-hmm. It will just the monitor will just blink out and then reset. Mm. and it's only like a, no. a couple seconds. Mm-hmm. This is a no <laughs> It's only like a couple seconds. Now you know. This is the, I'm, I'm climbing, read climbing that soapbox. Okay. Getting Here it on. comes. It
1: comes, <laughs> you know, when the six year old starts
0: noticing it, that <gasps> you got a problem. Oh uh, no, because oh, no. I'm a technology fan. I like my fancy TV, my big TV, sure, but I can't,
1: yeah.
0: I can't push that. Right. You can't be like, yeah, of course, Nathan, you have a giant TV. Why would you want another TV? So yeah, I, I don't, I just live with the demonic possession. <laughs> But when the six year old starts being like, what's wrong? That's it's broken. I'm like, yeah, girl, it's mm. five bucks, you know, um, <laughs> read. Now it has something to do with the number of sort of inputs, but it's still pretty new oh. and it's getting worse. So like I huh. tried to watch Rocky two. I did watch Rocky two. Well, yeah. I tried to watch yeah. Rocky two, uh, mm. on 4K on my TV. Mm. I took, I tally marked it read 16 times in the course of a two hour movie what? It did that blink out thing. That's- yes
1: jacked up and does it I've blink right back or this? does it just stay well,
0: sure but like talk about breaking the rhythm you oh, know it's terrible when it's no, like I, I, yeah. every three minutes or so
1: um i was just distinguishing between does it blink and then blink back or does it blink and then now you have to stand up and go and maneuver no, something no, no. to get it, it to come, oh, come it. back i mean yeah Lord, i
0: would have thrown it out the window at this point if i, I had to do yeah, that sure, sure sure um i'm tempted to, to as it is and um so so there's that right so there's mm-hmm. there's four language film There's Mm -hmm. blink. Nathan's blinky TV. That's just maddening. Well then read. I'm going to add another layer to this. Oh my God. Oh my God. (laughs) I, I use my AirPods with my Apple TV. So Apple TV is connected to the TV, TV AirPods Mm -hmm. are beaming sound Mm -hmm. Bluetooth and from the air um, from the Apple TV. Yeah. I all the time, because we cover the gory, the grotesque, the grizzly, always use my headphones when I'm watching stuff on the big TV. I don't want, of course, cacophonous, yeah. nasty echoing through our house. Yeah, exactly. You know, at least yeah, 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 yeah. Not except when I'm sick or something, even then I don't want it. But sure. Um, <laughs> but and so I'll always take notes too, right? Yeah, Air- AirPods course. are on, Bluetooth into the TV. The TVs, little, notes.
1: yeah. I'm, I'm I'm, sitting there with you. I'm, I'm in the picture. My brother, my friend, my mm-hmm. fogger for life. Mm-hmm.
0: Like 10 times the other night. I would pause because I want to take a note. This never happened until the other night. Pause because I want yes. to take a note. Look down at my at my iPhone to to jot some notes, some thoughts down, and my AirPods would pick up the Bluetooth there, and <gasps> no. they would not go back over. No. No. Like no. ten times, I was oh, about god. to just break shit. Oh like my god! That is how it was. <laughs> oh about god. one cut of the dead. Like <laughs> there are some cuts about to happen. Some folks are gonna be dead, and it's gonna it's named Vizzy <laughs> No Giant TV. And I swear, like this was all that part. The, um, airpods dropping out is all new like that, that that's never
1: happened sure and it just sure, sure, kept
0: sure. happening so i had to watch this in two sittings maybe three yeah i can't remember at this point wow. but i got to the end of the uh, so that's a long way away of saying how i experienced watching the movie not so much <laughs> the impression of it
1: and it's not but, the way you want to experience this movie <laughs>
0: it's not but you know what's great what's great this movie and i still love it and i will heartily recommend it uh, oh that's awesome wildly wildly now i didn't because mm, who got mm-hmm. time for that I wanted there it is rare. Rare the movie mm. that ends, and you think, I gotta start again right now.
1: Oh, yes. Because of how but I that agree. second yeah.
0: hour recontextualizes everything. Everything. Um, yes. So knew mm. nothing about the movie. That's you know, getting over my my experience of watching it, knew nothing about the movie. Next day, what did I do? Watch on the iPad. Yeah, iPad never mm. never yeah, uh, did yeah, me yeah. wrong. Like busy Sure. Note. Um <laughs> busy and note. but the first sitting got through the girl looking up from the pentagram the and then conceit, the credits roll. And yes. I was like, what
1: <laughs> 37 minutes <laughs> the into the movie read, the credits. And I was like,
0: I know this isn't the end, but I paused it. <laughs> you know, Oh, there's, a, there's like an hour left. Huh? I gotta go to bed. I'm so pissed off at this TV. <laughs> you know? So go to bed. Um,
1: that's actually perfect next day. Breaking place. it that's, was, that's like, it was three that's... times.
0: So went mm. to bed that night mm-hmm. there, the next morning so i drop the six-year-old off at school and we will often have a break of i don't know depends on the day an hour hour and a half sometimes two sure. hours between dropping it yeah, yeah, yeah. off yeah. and my workload for the day so mm-hmm. came home started watching it again i got stuck in the the demon wheel of, of Which, the technology um, again yeah of course But got course. about 20 minutes more so yes i mm-hmm. did it in three sittings how i finished yeah. this movie was sitting in the kindergarten pickup line at the elementary school where my kid goes, and that's how I finished it. But <laughs> sure, it's fantastic. Sure. Uh It's such a great like. Movie. I'm glad you didn't spoil the tone. I, yeah. yeah. There's, a, there's like a there's like a half percent of me that kind of wishes I'd understood the tone because I was a little. You're. I was so unsure of like what what am I experiencing here because especially the first half this, hour. Yeah. Well in that first half hour there's there's a number of little random things yes. that you're like I don't, I don't I don't know what I'm meant to be what is <laughs> understanding about this exactly, <laughs> about narrative exactly. here. Um it's, you know things happening? like the the young man, he would pause, you know, when he's when yeah. he's oh, zombieing. Yeah. Uh, he would pause yeah. for a break. But yeah. no, it's it is a ton sometimes of fun. The actors, um
1: yeah. I was just gonna say, sometimes the actors would just look over and I'm just like, did they was that was this a bad edit? Like, cause right. they would just, they would just look and stare off for a second. And then
0: again, So the, the big one, yeah. the big one to me, I'm sorry to cut you off, but you get no, it's excited like, and this is what happens. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. big one that I was like, "WTF" TF with this movie is when, <laughs> and I loved it. But even then, if you would paused it and said, Nathan, give me an idea of what you're feeling so far. I would have been like, I, I, I don't know, uh, <laughs> is when, so, you know, there there's, it's the movie within the movie. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. the first 30 minutes, you think you're watching a movie, uh, uh, a zombie movie being made that turns into a real zombie outbreak. That's what you think Correct. you're watching. That's what you think you're watching. Yes. Well, there's a moment where the director inside the movie and, and you know, you see him holding a camera the whole time. So you're meant to understand, okay, we're third person watching this movie. get made then a zombie. Right. Outbreak happened. But right, there's right, a right. moment where he, where he yells at you, the camera. Yes. And yes. I was like, what what is going on <laughs> right now you know <laughs> <laughs> yes, I loved it. And it was just one of those oh, fun moments where like okay man. this is operating in a different way than i understood uh, and I yes. kinda, i'm kind of
1: here for it yeah yeah it's it's so great so the first time that I, I had heard of this film but not heard anything about it and it was it was really kind of kind of moving and and just sort of hit me at the right place i saw this the first time i watched this was whenever on shutter they bring back joe bob briggs the last drive in i do my best i don't stay 100 percent current with it but i do my best to stay pretty current with what he's watching unless i've previously seen the film and i'm just not interested in revisiting it for the most part I'll, i'll see it well I forget what season it was, and I forget exactly when, but Joe Bob Briggs covered this movie. And I was like, oh, great. I've been meaning to see this movie. I don't know anything about it. I'm going to get in, and I'm going to watch this. Now, here's what was so great about it. Uh, For those who don't know or haven't watched The Last Drive-In, what Joe Bob Briggs does is you see a section of the movie, and then he interjects periodically with little trivia and comedy bits and little things like that. Well, he stayed Like, he left it, as it should be, the whole first 37 minutes of the movie. The whole like, until the credits roll, nothing breaks. And then right when the the credits roll 37 minutes into the movie, that's when his first interjection was. I only say that to say the context in which I watched it. But I have since revisited scenes from this movie. I was really thrilled to get to sit down and just watch it all again right here for this conversation. But This film landed in such a way that just I pushed every affectionate button that I could have. I think the worst part about trying to get people to see this movie is the on paper premise of this movie, because the movie has so many surprises that when you just hear um, they're making a zombie movie and then real zombies attack them. I myself will even confess like, oh, okay, well, that sounds pretty pedestrian. Like, okay, real zombies attack during a zombie movie. That seems like, yeah, maybe it's scary. Maybe it's well-made or whatever. But, I, I mean, whatever. There's there's so much zombie stuff out there right now. And that's what you, you know, that, that's, I think, the worst part about trying to get somebody to watch this movie is you want to tell them all the surprises and different things that this film will offer them. But if you do that, you also kind of undermine what you want them to experience, which is all of those surprises and all of those different fun sure. things. Um, so anyway, uh, we will eminently get, listeners, we will eminently get to, if you have not seen this movie, you know, t- time's a ticking uh, into this conversation for you to abandon ship and go watch this movie. Um, but yeah, the, the first 37 minutes, and and I was even sitting there watching it, and I was just like, okay, I mean, like, this is cool, but like, things aren't. Totally escalating in the right way. They got to that one shot where it just is stays on her screaming for like a minute (laughs) plus. I was sitting there, was like, "What is is this?" Like, I don't, I don't really. I do kind of love, like, man.
0: I just read. I love life. I want sometimes mm -hmm. to love it more. I -hmm. want to just embrace joy and let myself be surprised by joy and and. My so the the director yelling keep shooting uh, yes mm-hmm. it w- mm-hmm. wasn't the tell, but mm-hmm. when n- now in a o uh the mm-hmm. the older woman gets yeah. up mm-hmm. accidentally at the end I was like okay <laughs> okay some. I'm getting punked somehow, and I'm kind of yeah. here for it, you know. It, it was, it was so such great. A
1: funny shot where she just pops up. What is that? What <laughs> <Yeah.
0: am I?" laughs> like even then, if great. you pause it and been like Nathan, what's going on? i like, ah, I don't know, but I love it. You know, <laughs> it's so great. It's so great.
1: Okay, so so yes, I mean just and so um before we get into further specifics, and maybe we can do that but by pivoting to like that's so right or something, but um my takeaway from this is this, this is a film that now resides in my heart as not for nothing, a, a genuine source of infectious joy and a little bit of inspiration. It just, it sits in my heart as something that's like, this is, this is good. This can be good. Uh, To your point about like, I love life, but I want to love it more. This is the kind of film that can can almost I don't I don't think I'm overstating. Can almost if you're on the wavelength, can make you walk away and be like, we can we can, we can love it more. It's okay. We can love it more. Like there's like, there's joys to be found. There's little treasures you know all all around of little things uh, for different reasons that that we can find that we can you know that we can love and enjoy things a little bit more. This is the kind of film that that its its spirit, its tone, its vibe, its actual what it delivers up. Um, kind of uh, produces that in me in a way that uh, it's almost like a little uh, injection of hope and joy and, and, and affection uh, whenever I think of this movie so yeah, I, I love it and I love sharing it with people, getting to see it for the first time. So, well yes. how about
0: instead of talking about all the things uh, the part of the show where how about we just do some That's So Right <laughs> <laughs> That's so right It's just so right so right
1: that's just so right that's just so right man i love it, I love it. <laughs> trying spread. to make the on-ramp i'm like yep. <laughs> man nope. i'm trying i'm trying nope um, um listen I got this, is, several, this is your so first time seeing just, it oh yeah 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 volley back and forth here. Just, yeah yeah loving that um i'm gonna let you go first this is your first time seeing this film um, you, 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 go ahead and hit it. This is, this is so, so right.
0: Uh, we'll go back and forth a couple times, but, um, sure. I, I loved before it even before the movie even revealed itself, mm-hmm. I got so tickled by, every time the director would come back into frame he'd yell action you know <laughs> i was just like man
1: this is a choice and i love it i mean <laughs> so, one time he's actually like so following great. a zombie in there and he's like action yes. and he's following the zombie in there oh god it's so because great you could, it's because so great. the
0: movie has done such a good job at that up to that point of making this guy come off as just a, a, a crazy yeah. Know, creative person who's like, Psychopath. you know, no, yeah. right. No, um, extreme is too, too much mm-hmm. to the point that did mm-hmm. you see, I think in the notes, it referenced, uh,
1: Kubrick and the shining, uh, yes. that that's what they were mm-hmm. echoing there. Yeah. Trying to invoke um, that when he's like berating her, that she's not scared yes. enough and stuff Face. like that. Yeah. Face. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yes. yes, exactly. Um,
0: so, so I'll, I'll lead off with that one that I just loved every time he entered God, the frame, so <laughs> he just yelled yeah. action. And, and however, <sighs> Appropriate or not, it
1: was in the moment. <laughs> so great. Um, so, so the first thing that I'll mention, and I actually, you know, entered the episode with it, but especially seeing it multiple times, every single time the invocation of bomb, bomb, that's so funny. <laughs> like it it's is so just, funny. It is hysterical to the point it culminates <laughs> in the end where they're constantly trying to restrain her because she's going yeah. off the rails cuz she's gone into her hulk rage yeah <laughs> exactly and then it's just one after the other bum bum and so like <laughs> nobody can rest- then, when they finally get her and they finally are like trying to to pass her out so that she will you know kind of come to her senses or whatever even as she's going she's like bum bum yeah. <laughs> and, like, <laughs> oh my god this is so funny um. So yes, the constant recurrence of self-defense. You know pom. what's so
0: savvy about this movie is, it's not just hey, aren't we clever?
1: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: and mm-hmm. and and kind of pulled a little bit of a fast one on you, the viewer. It's that it it earns the clever. It isn't just yeah. Oh, yeah. a smart twist. Once the what was really going on starts playing itself out, it's hysterical. Mm-hmm. And and that oh man, you know that just makes the energy and excitement that much more unfettered because right again right it's one thing to just have a pretty deft turn that that kind of pulls the rug out from under you it's another one to sure. then keep earning it um, oh yeah and this this movie really does that um so great so <laughs> um okay I'll, I'll i'll name the next one because if i'd done an alternate it would have Accidentally done two at a time. So if you okay. don't do a third one, I'll, I'll, or this particular third one, I'll go for it. But I love when the director is puppeteering the drunk actor. I mean, oh it is God. just <laughs> so perfect because what is so funny, again, is watching the movie inside oh. the movie you're like gosh this is a wild performance you know (laughs) it's cool whatever it works whatever you know but it is wild and then to see that what's actually happening is the director puppeteering him because he's so three sheets the wind he can't see straight yeah Um, oh my god so yeah love 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 the puppeteering
1: oh man that was so funny that was on my list uh to mention if you weren't going to Uh, so so that it's not uh so that it doesn't go unmentioned i mean i maybe would top a list for me. I know I didn't lead with it, but maybe would top a list for me is, and you know, we'll definitely get back to it in theme, but um, I get genuinely kind of like choked up, teary, emotional lovey-dovey when his daughter holds up the picture of her on his, on his shoulders. That, that exchange, wordless exchange between the two of them after everything that you've just seen is, one of the best and most effective payoffs in a film full of wonderful, effective payoffs. It is, um, it was, it was delightful, and like I said, just like not only like makes me kind of chuckle and laugh, but also just like gets gets me right in the feels, man. I love it that that final, you know, crane crane people pyramid, but more so than that, like her holding up the photo of when she was God. I don't even know seven, eight years old or whatever, sitting on his shoulders. And it's just, ah, oh, it's wonderful. It's so great. Love it. Love it. Love it. Well, love
0: specifically it. sitting on his shoulders, holding the camera, just like she does. Yes, 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 exactly. There. Just
1: like she does in this, uh, in this movie. Yep, exactly. Um, uh, yeah,
0: I, I just found great delight in what I wrote down as, can you wipe my face? And if you <laughs> recall, this is the one that was tethered to the puppeteering
1: yes yes
0: drunk puppet actor just (laughs) is so lit he vomits in another performer's (laughs) face uh and that performer is being uh, it's a a quick change fyi Mm -hmm. a quick change is happening to dismember his arm and Mm -hmm. and while (laughs) while the technicians are (laughs) strapping this prosthetic dead arm on him you know just like getting him ready he's crying because he's been vomited in his (laughs) face he says can can you wipe my face and they just say because they're in such a hurry they say no and he just goes no wipes you know it's just oh it's so disgusting but so funny so it's
1: great god it's so great i um yes yes to that god there's so many things in this movie i have to look i know it's juvenile and lowest form of humor, but I have got I to for you. give I've got to give some props to old hard water <laughs> drinking. Like gracious. The, Poor the first fella. thing when they're in you. the table read, when they're in the table read, he's like, No, no, no. <laughs> right. And he constantly said, I emailed you. I emailed you. Right, okay. Right. Like he's like, No, I can't I can only have soft water. Can't have hard water. Cause it, and then he just tells her about right because he give me bad diarrhea. Like I can't I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> and so then it's like you think, oh, that's a silly joke, you know, a one off, whatever. But then they can they they pay it off in grand sweeping fashion when he keeps trying to exit the yes. scene and grabbing at his stomach and everything. And then the director who does not know what's going on with right. this dude is like, you can't. Like, what are you doing? You can't leave the scene and. <laughs> And then finally, it reaches a point of no return for the man. It's just, oh god, it is, it is funny. So there's to the point where they're sitting there making him up for yeah. his zombie return. <laughs> zombie makeup <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> while, while he's, he's crouched, while he's and crouched, him. and oh man, it is, it is hysterical. It is so for the poor look on his face. Every they're all even the makeup person is like, really, <laughs> like we really have to do this. Oh, God, but it's so funny. It's it's hilarious. Uh, Yeah. So, yeah, that's, that's so right. That's so right. That's <laughs>
0: just so right.
1: <laughs> oh, man. Um. So, do, do you mind if I riff for a minute? Just a brief minute? Unless you had more didactic
0: things to mention. If you had anything else like... I don't have didactic. I've got a thematic... Comment that you know, uh, I'll let you riff though, um, because I don't know how far it would take us, but
1: riff, Some riff for just a a brief minute is what you said, yes. And I'm gonna keep
0: changing the length of time
1: here. I'm gonna, (laughs) I'm gonna steal, uh, I'm gonna cite and then steal what Joe Bob Briggs did because at the end of this film, and I will not be able to replicate his entire piece, you know, sign up for shutter and watch it. If you, if you want to, it, it is worth your time. I don't, I'm not trying to be dismissive, but he used it as an opportunity to encourage people who felt like they didn't have enough resources, didn't have enough ingenuity, didn't have enough, um, you know, felt like maybe they were at a diminished capacity. You know, something like this director says, I'm, you know, fast, cheap, but average, you know, like, feel like you you're not quite hitting the heights and joe bob briggs had um delivered this you know pretty touching rant about like just keep shooting just keep rolling like just just keep rolling just keep shooting and um again i'm not uh, I'm, I'm piggybacking off of that into my own observation um my brief riff it reminded me i forget the episode but i remember the moment it reminded me of when you had cited and invoked um Paul Rubens, Pee Wee Herman with the I, balloon. I knew that is exactly where you were going. Yes. I was yes. Like, yep, and, yep. With the balloon and, and the concept of one take full commitment. And you know, that, that is this film, you know, kind of in a nutshell, one take full commitment. And it, a lot of what it inspires in me is the idea of how much, and this will be my only sort of thing. We can riff on it if you want to, or I'd love to hear what you had written down for thematics. Um, I need reminders that my constraints, my restrictions, and my obstacles can be opportunities for creativity. I need reminders of that because I bemoan them far too much. And I'm not saying we don't have a right to be frustrated. I'm not saying that we don't, you know, that, I mean, frustrations are very real and obstacles and setbacks are very, very real. But this film makes me feel and helps me to remember that like I said, constraints, obstacles, setbacks can be opportunities for profound creativity if we are willing to kind of go there with it, um, and willing to instead of resisting and bucking and and trying to deny the constraints, but rather work within them to try to produce something uh, good, something fun, something you know that's within our passion stream. You know, so this this film is a good. I keep calling it an injection, like it's a like it's medicine, like it's a tetanus shot or a vaccine or something But it's just like it's it was an injection of hope in me that just like, hey, yeah, there's all kinds of crazy constraints, obstacles, many of them you will know about two minutes before it's go time, but they can be opportunities for great creativity. And when you're working together and when you're one take full commitment kind of mindset and idea uh, that some really wonderful and magical things can emerge. Um, And that was a good reminder for me. That's my my initial rant in the nutshell. I'm going to
0: sort of morph what you're saying there. And my sole note is making things is messy, but it is Mm -hmm. the only way to live.
1: Hmm. 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 Hmm.
0: And, and, and read that can be memories, right? Like yeah, we yeah. want to pigeonhole don't, or rather don't hear, not you, but uh, just listener. Um, don't hear that means some sort of creative masterwork or even creative right, right. bad work. Uh, it, it just, just make a thing, make your day, uh, uh better, make your week better, man. I'm telling you like, and I'm going to risk emotionality here where, um. So for uh, about I don't know about a month ago, um, our eldest uh has has kind of the most baseline social media platform. It's none of the majors. Well, to to young people, it might be a major, but but before we were willing to commit to that, um, I made her watch uh the social dilemma. Oh, and, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. And and I got more moved this time around. It'd be my second viewing. And I've mm. started imbibing uh, pretty heavily. Um, it's a podcast called Your Undivided Attention. And I guess technically this could have oh, yeah. or should have been a mm. watcha. But Your Undivided Attention is a podcast created by the Center for Humane Technology who mm. created the film Social Dilemma. And where I'm going yeah. with this is simply read like – there are few, um, everything deserves nuance, but mm. there are few regrets I can openly have in life lately. Like opening Pandora's box here, uh, mm. for, mm. um, the amount of eating that the internet is doing to my kid. Uh, yeah,
1: the, yeah, the, I get it.
0: The, these things, um, little stuff, read like, should, I doubt she ever watch this movie. So I'm, I'm trying to be sensitive here, but like, Little things like, you know, AirPods. Uh, mm-hmm. I didn't know that. So the way you and I grew up and or as adults use AirPods is what? T- to to talk to each other here, to watch a movie. Yeah.
1: To listen to, yeah. Yeah, listen to something. Yeah.
0: It is a near constant. Things that I just would not have foreseen mm. of like, hey, be here, be present.
1: Take oh, things, sure.
0: Take these mofo things out of your head. Yeah, that of course. Have yeah. started to create this tough tension, mm. and mm-hmm. and so when I say making things is messy, like like there's this and and remove my, the personal of my own kid out of it because it's a a, a relatively ubiquitous problem in and of itself. But like, understood. We yeah. have so given ourselves over to being consumed, to having mm. our attention taken from us that right. we've forgotten how to make just about anything. Even mm. memories. Mm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Just the day to day and hear me the day to day can be a, a, a slog sometimes, but I don't know, something really sparked that, that inspiration sort of like it did for you of just watching these goobers <laughs> w- with passion <laughs> and verve. Right. Cobble right. together this thing. And it is cobbled together. Yes. It yeah, is yeah, messy. Yeah very messy um, right but damn it it's worth it you know yeah and yeah and honestly this movie is like a calling card for the value of horror i I got to the end of it I was mm-hmm. like this is this is so fun this is so good yes, you know yeah like,
1: yeah um, absolutely
0: anyway so so that's that's kind of the the takeaway i gleaned from it of just you know i i i worry I've gotten worse at it over the years but just the need to make the need to to um, you know, and and I, I want to be sensitive. You know that what isn't heard is you know produce big difference. Big difference.
1: It is. It is. And I feel like there's a lot of I'm trying to convey it. No, no, I'm I'm picking up on your wavelength, and 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 I think that's the that's the tension. Right? Is um there is a difference between something that requires audience and the act of creation. Like I feel like. production whether it be something with your job something that you're wanting as a platform for your own fame or or outlet or you know uh something to establish a status i feel like the difference between what you're what you're identifying as producing or the train of producing is the removal of audience and and just the understanding of just so so we just finished covering night shift um and had a full conversation uh, just last week, actually, about uh, the the forward to Night Shift. And in that, Stephen King said he wrote every single one of those stories for him. Like, he didn't write them for money. He wrote them for himself. And it's, I do think there is a fine line, but I think it's an important distinction to say, like, you know, what you do that you do for yourself and for the people in your near vicinity. To your point about making memories, like when you're when you're making things for the the environment that's directly around you. That's not the same thing as I want this to go out in the world and find audience. Um, and I feel like pressure to constantly find audience is how you get into that production mindset. Whether it again, whether it be from your job, whether it be from uh, you know, because then it's about performance. It's actually just about you know, did you do this well or not? And I think what this film taps into, uh, almost in spite of itself, is that it's like, we're we're just going to band together to accomplish this thing. Like when the original cameraman falls down and tweaks his back so he can't do it anymore. So then I think it's the um script supervisor or the you know note taker, she picks up the camera and just starts running around with the camera, right? They're just they're in it together and that community of we're just all in this thing together, we're making it together, I think that's very different. And listeners would rightfully maybe call us out and say like, well they have an audience, like the whole point of why they're pressed to do this is because they're being broadcast live and there's a certain pressure that they have because they're being broadcast live to to try to keep it going. But that's not Somewhat ironically, that's not the vibe that I get from the last half hour of this movie when they're making these things together. They want it to be accomplished, but I don't get the for sense their, from the film. For themselves. For themselves, exactly. It's like they want to finish Because,
0: this. you know, what is actually pretty freaking impressive about this movie is there's a lot of character work done in that hour. I yes. Mean, the, oh, that okay, totally. little family, that little trio. There's a mm. lot of just really rich character stuff that you just are totally missing in the first half hour. Yeah. That that new context adds to, and and they, they all have their own little arc and it's pretty impressive.
1: Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's wonderful. And getting back to the daughter thing. So, so listeners, if you have decided to stay with us and have not gone to see the film, what we keep alluding to, and I'm only bringing this out to, to make one major point, uh, about one of the final shots of the film. Um, the first 37 minutes of this is a zombie movie. And then, At the end of the 37 minutes, the credits roll, and here we are, credits are done, and now the last hour of this film is, you know, basically there's the middle section where uh, the director and all of the people that you have seen in this zombie film, or most of them, um, are coming together to make this zombie movie. They're trying to do a live broadcast on television that's in one take, and you find out about the details about that. And then the last half hour of this movie is you actually get to see them make it. And as we've alluded to, and if you haven't watched the film, um they they go through all kinds of misadventures because actors, <laughs> an actor gets drunk and misses his cue, and so he has to be puppeteered through the whole place. Um, lots of other mishaps occur, um, and there's multiple opportunities for them to stop, and this is where I'm going with this. There's multiple chances for them to stop and for them to be like, okay, they ha- they have the cue card ready that says, please bear with us. You know, we're experiencing difficulties or whatever. They have it ready. They have it ready to push the button to eject and to stop and to give themselves a minute. Um, but the daughter, who to your point about the character work that they do, the first time we see that daughter, her passion for the work. I mean, admittedly. She's, she is uh, being a bit of a sharp personality to a mother and her child on a different movie set. and And so, but the struggle there is that set is like, oh yeah, her work is fine, but it's her personality. She just doesn't fit in. And the dad is really struggling because he wants her to feel valuable. She wants her to feel like she has a place, but can't quite find the words to connect and to do that. And so then what this all culminates in is at one point, one of the misadventures of the production of this film is that the crane falls off of, their, of the roof and shatters. And so the crane that was meant to hold the camera for the final overhead shot is completely smashed. And there's this brief moment where they're trying to figure out, okay, we're going to have to cut to it while we figure something else out. But the daughter steps in, because she holds a memory and because she's seen that picture and she knows like, okay, we can do this instead. And, and so how they solve the problem is they create a human pyramid sitting on top of one, each other, uh, one another with her at the top on her dad's shoulders, holding the camera down to create the final shot. Um, and that moment that I alluded to during that So Right is after it's all said and done with this really bouncy, you know, kind of jaunty, jovial music playing she shows her dad the picture and they're both kind of seem to be overswept with emotion and can't really talk to each other. They're just smiling and kind of overcome at, uh, at at what it's like. And what it made me feel and what it made me think is they're they're wanting to complete this thing and they're re-engaging it with the spirit, especially for that daughter. They're re-engaging it with the same vigor, verve, and excitement that they had when they were like a child and play-acting with this. Do you remember... I, don't, I think the meme got overused, honestly. But do you remember when the Mandalorian season one came out, and they said this is actual footage of them writing the script for Mandalorian, and it was just a picture of children, big smiles on their faces, playing with Star Wars toys? Did you ever see that? No. It was it was it was really cool. It was just a little meme that said this is actual footage of the writers of Mandalorian creating the show, and it was just two kids playing with Star Wars toys. That's what they were doing, but bringing it back into one cut of the dead is that sense of getting back to the childlike wonder, getting back to the freedom that just came from, we're just, we're just going to try a crazy thing. <laughs> you know. we're just going to try a, right, a, right. a, a wild uh, thing. And to your point, like for ourselves. And that's where back to the daughter, that's where she finds that her passion not only is welcomed, not only does it belong, but it proves very effective to just, you know try something in that regard and um and I just I I wish and maybe I can and maybe I will I wish I could get back to a little bit more of that spirit in my own heart and life and day to day more of that just energetic you know let's just try something let's just let's let's just right. see if this works and um and, and 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 not for nothing and then I'll stop my little my little rant here not for nothing the pyramid that they make at the end they are literally like leaning on each other. L- literally that's what's happening. They are on one another. And, uh, you know, there's all kinds of things that could be said about like when we're in it together and when we're leaning on one another, like some magic happens and I won't go down that road cause it feels like it's probably too trite and sentimental, but, um, but yeah, it's a wonderful movie. It's a great film. And I love it.
0: Yeah. I, like I said, the, the nature of how it ends and these lovely and clever reveals of all the methods they use to achieve what they achieve in that first half hour makes you want to just like start it right back up again, um, <laughs> having that context. Yeah. And yeah, it is, it is, it is an impressive little film. Uh, I mean, we said it, you know, an hour ago uh, made for one amount made back a thousand times that amount. That's, that's, yeah and it's not about the economics of it as much as about the impact of it, you know, and that's pretty dang impressive,
1: yeah can I say before we maybe go to the fog meter and and, and wind it down because that feels like where we're headed? just I want to emphasize again your call out of making things as messy and again i'm I'm give, trying to give credit where credit is due. Joe Bob Briggs had this wonderful diatribe about just keep shooting, just keep shooting you know and uh making things is messy, but I do feel to get maybe. Two inches into the spiritual. like We are are made to be makers. I I believe that. I believe we are made to be makers. To your point, not producers. It's not the same thing. But I believe we're made to to create, uh, (laughs) to cite a, a, a much less quality film. When we talked about Velvet Buzzsaw, of all things, and we talked about that scene at the end when Malkovich is just playing in the sand. Uh, you right. know, when he's just doing art in the sand—that is the very definition of temporary. I just want to encourage, like, yeah, like I if you like have it movie. in your heart, what was that? I said I didn't <laughs> like that movie. <laughs> I know, yeah, I know you did. No, I know you did. Um, but uh, I just want to encourage, like, yeah, we are we are made to make, and I feel like that is something that we lose sight of a lot because we are too focused on audience. We are too focused on end result, end game, um, you know, production aspect of things. And I think instead, just getting to, um, yeah, just being able to say like, I'm just going to make something. I'm just going to make something and maybe it's just for me, but I made a thing. I just, I did a thing. And uh, there's such wonderful joy that can come when you just sort of embrace that. And uh, even better when you get to make it with other people, which is, is fun. But that also is messy. Um, and I feel like you just kind of have to be ready to embrace the mess and make something, you know? Yeah, that's it. I dig it. That's it. That's a good flick. <laughs> um, it is a great flick. Uh, so you ready to go to the fog meter for it? Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. So uh, the fog meter is our unique metric of fear and God. Um, we don't rate films on their quality, so to speak, not through the fog meter. We rate them on their gravity, their heft, their substance, their scares, um, how heavy or how much is this film going to ask of you. And so um, the fog meter, one cut of the dead, I am going to start, if it's okay, with the fear measurement. And I would say, I mean, even when you don't realize the conceit of the film, the the first 30 minutes, I mean, it's got a little bit of like tension uh as it were but it's not a terribly not a terribly scary film um it just doesn't have that vibe and especially once you find out that they are making the film that it's a film within a film uh a lot of the fear just deflates and goes away so i would say fear measurement for me is going to be probably about a three for one cut of the dead what would you say isn't it technically a film within a film within a film yes it is it's a because because they are they are making a film about people making a film. Yes, it's a, it's right. It, it's a, it's like a pyramid of, uh, <laughs> of <things. laughs> um,
0: scares. I go to, uh, yeah. it really isn't scary. Um, you know, again, to your point, there's like this brief, brief, brief glint where you're just not totally sure what you're experiencing. And sure. And, yeah. You know, course. his character the director is a little off-putting in that Kubrickian scene. Uh, but yeah, but of course that, that gets ironed out pretty easily and pretty quickly.
1: Yeah, absolutely. What would you give it for the God meter? Um,
0: I, I, I tried to find a little more than just the IMDB and struggled a bit, uh, cause I was curious, you know, just the kind of heartbeat behind it. Um, I think, I think what we're pulling out is not just us. And, and so oh, I, agree. I, I, I would, I think it'd be too much to give it a 10, uh, but I think I'm going to go with an eight on the God meter. Okay.
1: Um, one thing that I think a lot of people say about me, uh, maybe not to my face, but but probably behind my back, is sometimes reads too much. So uh, I'm going to go too much, and I'm going to go ahead and give it a 10. Okay. <laughs> so um, I uh, I feel like you are right. So this is where I want to validate and affirm. Like, I feel like you're right that that you kind of have to be on the wavelength. I think it's an easy wavelength to get on, but I sure. feel like you, you you have to get on the wavelength for the movie. If you are... I think what it gives you to think about and the, the hope, the inspiration, what it provides for you. Um, for me, I'll, I'll speak for myself, um, that it just absolutely hits that 10 factor for me. So, um, so yeah, cause I just, I, I love it so, so much. and think about it a lot. And sometimes I just pull up cause you can on YouTube. Sometimes I just, once you've seen it, please not until you, after you've seen it, but sometimes I pull up those last three minutes, which is just basically the sequence mm-hmm. of them forming the pyramid the jaunty music at the end and then them kind of all smiles and laughs and giggles together that they've made. Is the whole film on YouTube or just that's, or just scenes? uh, the whole film's not on YouTube as I understand, but, but that final three or four minutes, you could literally look up one cut of the dead ending and it'll pull up that Mm. three to four minute sequence. And sometimes I just watch that, um, rather than trying to fast forward through shutter, you know, through the movie to try to get to it. Mm. But, um, but yeah, so that means that we give one cut of the dead, a, uh, technically it's like 5.75 but I'm around that up to 6 for the fog meter um, and I think listeners by now if you didn't listen to the beginning and if you didn't li- if you've heard the whole conversation uh, I think you know how I feel how we feel about this question but I'll ask it anyway would you recommend that people see one cut of the dead um, yes absolutely I was trying to think
0: of a, a clever response but it didn't come to me in the moment so <laughs> yes absolutely uh, definitely watch it in fact I um, gory gamer matt murray just this today i texted him and i was like hey we're gonna be covering this do not watch anything uh yeah don't read anything and he's like okay cool
1: yeah no it's awesome uh yeah not necessarily very clever but i will echo not only do i recommend it i kind of beg uh i i want people to watch this movie (laughs) i'm like yeah you you should see it you're gonna you're gonna at least understand the charm around it Um, and I just, I feel like, yeah, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty awesome. So, um, so yeah, that was one cut of the dead, the first installment, uh, in a recurring series, not sequentially packed together, but the occasionally recurring series of lackey leftovers. So, um, yeah, we hope you enjoyed watching one cut of the dead. Um, and we hope you enjoyed our little conversation about it. Thank you so much, Nathan, for having it with me. I appreciate it. Sure. Um, Next week, next week, if things yeah if things swimming. go according to plan, we are going to dive into the pool. We are and and find probably much more than we signed up for, much more than we bargained for. Um, and uh, we are starting, kicking off our second ever M Night Shyamalan series with his. Uh, many consider it to be like you know, kind of the point that things everything fell off the rails. <laughs> Beginning <laughs> of the end. Um, but we are going to be covering Lady in the Water next week the the first in a series of m night shyamalan films which will include i'm sure films like old and knock at the cabin and glass and maybe a couple of others but uh, but yes next week lady in the water starting a new shyamalan series and yeah for what it's worth uh, yeah.
0: i've only s- still seen lady in the water once so while oh, i didn't like okay. i wasn't thrilled by that viewing you know i'm, I'm sure. yeah, yeah, holding yeah, yeah, an yeah. open heart
1: Yeah. Um, <laughs> understood yeah understood but uh but yeah but we'll see how that conversation shakes up when we get there but listeners as we say on every episode the fear of god is the beginning of wisdom not the end of the conversation in that spirit we encourage you to fear nothing else and be on your way rejoicing we'll see you next week thank you again nathan thank you again listeners bye everybody see you guys The Fear
0: of God is the beginning of wisdom, but not the end of the conversation, and you can continue the conversation in a variety of ways. Start by visiting thefearofgodpodcast.com for links to our social media and episode archive, essays, merchandise, and more. If you love what we do, consider becoming a patron by visiting patreon.com slash thefearofgodpodcast, where you will unlock exclusive bonus episodes, extended standard episodes, online events, and so much more. Special thanks to Jacob Hunt of tracermatula.com for our artwork, our assortment of talented musicians Andrew Nelson, the Island Family, and Jackson Harper for our varied show tunes, and to Lee Wright and Reed Lackey for our theme music. Special thank you also to Tyler Smith at MoreThanOneLesson.com. Lastly, be sure to subscribe to us on your podcast platform of choice. And if you listen to us through Apple Podcasts, we would greatly appreciate a rating and a review. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next week. Hi, everybody!